Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. This is a podcast on the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Super Movie Brothers, episode 162. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And me and Jay have had a little bit of a week. I don't know if Jay has, honestly, but I have. Uh, you certainly have. Yeah, <laughs> so they had to come back to my house uh, to jackhammer more of my floor up and then put more pipes down, causing more destruction in my house and keeping me and Lauren out of my house for three days while we stayed with my parents and then... Just as a nice little icing on top, we get a microburst, which is a weather term for intense fucking storm over top of us that knocked out over 18,000 people's power in our town. And then, uh, yeah, so I had to spend the night at my parents in the dark and I was, I was just miserable. I just had like a miserable fucking week, just an absolute miserable fucking week. Not, not because of my parents. I should stress that. It's not my parents that, that caused me. No power is always yeah. awkward and, and uncomfortable and right. it's just not fun. Not to not mention, fun at all. you know, the guys that were here working on the house and stuff, they had to put up these giant tarps, which block the air conditioner so there was no air in the house and then i caught them <laughs> the other day they were going on the other side of the tarps turning on my air conditioner soaking up the air as i was outside mowing the lawn and i came back in to my house that's like 98 degrees inside it's 105 outside 98 degrees inside and there's these dudes like taking turns standing in front of my air conditioner like drying themselves off and getting nice and cool and i was like no shut it off because the air is not going anywhere, and if I have to sweat, you damn well better make sure you fucking sweat, motherfucker. <laughs> I better, I better see you just dripping sweat while you're working on my house. <laughs> yeah. So I did. I actually made them shut the air conditioner off for a very good reason. If you run an air conditioner in a small space like that and it runs constantly, you can freeze the coil up and you know destroy your air conditioner. So that's what my week has been. And uh, as I'm on the precipice of another week at work, it's just looking to be just so just dandy i can't wait to get through the rest of my week uh jay you did anything special this week anything interesting i shot down ocean city new jersey to hang out with a couple friends and my cousin and stay over there so you did Um, some jet skiing yeah it was gonna be so hot and i had some things around here um going on but i didn't want to really hang with them And the fact that it was going to be at least 10 degrees warmer home than it is down the shore, I was like, I'll take my chances with the shore. And, you know, I haven't seen them in about a month, and I'm good friends with uh, my cousin and our friends there. And 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 I went jet skiing, and then it was three hours on the jet ski, which was exhausting. I mean, my ankle got fucking blown up with greenhead fly bites that I haven't had before. I mean, I have had bites before but i never had a reaction like this before be careful i went to the hospital when i was younger after Ooh. i got the, one bit me on the top of my foot and my foot puffed up to to like huge like it was my my ankle is still, is still swollen up and it hurts <laughs> it's like sore i mean it, it it's unbelievable well they are dirty shit-eating flies jay yes <laughs> so <laughs> and 
you know, I was kind of telling my dad, I'm like, do I, do, should I go to a doctor? Do I need antibiotics? And he's like, no, I'll go away. Is it, is it <laughs> sore? Like, it was. I mean, it's it, the soreness is going away. Do your, it's still like do your because what happened healthy. to me was like my bones were sore. Like it felt like it was that bad, and I could barely. I don't think it's quite that bad. I could barely move my toes. My toes puffed up so. Well, bad. you know why? I because you got bit like like practically on the bone, like the top of your foot's like all bone. Mine was like kind of like the, the like side the, meat of like your calf. No, it's that's not it. it that, that's it, lower it, ankle. Once infection starts setting in, it starts affecting your body in more ways than just the surface. Right. It's not like the fly flew up with fucking teeth the size of. Jaws and just chomped into my foot, tore a hunk of flesh off, and just like <laughs> flew away, giggling the whole time. And he's like, "Yeah, that's gonna swell up like a bitch." No, <laughs> it's just how it's it's just how 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 infection works. That's what I was asking. Anyway, fuck uh. this. Uh, <laughs> we got such uh, such a lot of shit to talk about. Really, uh, we do, we do. We're just gonna get into Comic-Con it. Comic Con was over the weekend. Comic Con stuff. I didn't get to watch any of the panels. I didn't get to like follow up on a lot of the news because again, my house was getting torn apart and it was just it was just pandemonium here but um i did i was able to catch up on some of the stuff today that was going on so me and jay will be talking about all that stuff throughout the episode but before we get into all of that jay what were you watching this week what are you watching what are we watching he's trying to watch some illegal channel no 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 go past this past this part in fact never play this again absolutely nothing <laughs> absolutely nothing and it's a shame i mean i've been still catching up with the americans and i finished up uh, big little lies season two and that was a solid season a solid follow-up with from a, a series that was not supposed to have another <laughs> season right and i i was impressed i was really impressed they did a really fine fine job I, that's it man i'm just looking forward to with catching all- up with some other stuff like once upon a time in hollywood and, and i just love this some like, other movies and- you talk about the americans which is a show that's 10 years old that anyone who wanted to watch Stop. it has watched it and no one else fucking cares no one else cares that's all i'm watching <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem there's uh, nothing out so i was able to catch the new dc animated film batman man hush um obviously based on jeff Loeb's, uh you know seminal batman comic from the early 2000s uh the art in that was by lee it was like this this big moment for like modern batman uh and that comic is you know it's a pretty big deal in the comic book world i passed it on to rob you know formerly a fan film boys who joins us for for our movie cocktails he really enjoyed it so now they as they've been doing with a lot of the batman stuff they've adapted it into an animated feature right uh you have liked some of those you liked I under have. the red hood I, I don't think you would like this one so much um this one you know it, it suffers my big problem with it is the animation style it's just it's very very dumbed down from what the comic book was so much so that like there, like i almost feel no emotion from any of the characters even though this is supposed to be a pretty emotional story for batman especially because like he's going through this inner turmoil of whether to reveal himself to someone who he has been on again off again with with catwoman he wants to like want, he's wondering whether he should reveal his identity and stuff it was a kind of a big moment in the comics and you feel the emotion here not so much. Uh, the voice acting's kind of pretty humdrum. 
is it is it the animated issue or yeah, is so. it I think it's that I, a mixture I, of direction or voice no, acting or no, it's it's I mean the voice acting's pretty humdrum and pretty crappy and the but the um the animation just really doesn't lend itself to to these type of st- lend itself to any type of emotional type of story like if you wanted to see Batman you know in in some pretty cool situations fighting Superman at one point like it's it's cool for that if you're a fan of the Hush comic though I think it might fall a little short for you what what it does do though it really streamlines the hush storyline and i think it it does i won't spoil it it does take it into a different direction than the hush comic book does and for people who are big comic book fans who don't mind a big surprise maybe they'll get some enjoyment out of it okay uh it's certainly a better adaptation than the other film i watched and I reviewed that in less than five minutes, Batman Hush. Uh, I would give that a B minus. Okay. Um, I'm going to review The Lion King even shorter. I don't even need to give you a spoiler warning. It is the same movie. That's all I've been hearing. But where it lacks is, again, where the animation for the original one was able to add so much emotion into yes. into the these animated characters and was able to to like anapomorphize but yet, but yet also keep an authentic looking right. animated lion somewhat, face somewhat yeah but i mean well, it, from, it basically anapomorphized time for sure anapomorphized the the lions and stuff made them more relatable characters and stuff through facial expressions and stuff like that like i remember i mean when mufasa in the original you know falls off the cliff and into the in, in into the wildebeests and stuff like that. I mean, do you remember like the way Simba looked? Of course you do. It's ingrained in your brain. Then you watch it here and you see this realistic not so realistic looking lion cub i think the lion cubs look terrible um the rest of everything else look great all you know the the lion the adult lions look great um i think i think scar looked great the hyenas look great like all this stuff like it top notch cgi it looked fucking fantastic for some reason the 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 cubs just look like bumbling little balls of fur (laughs) like they, they they almost it seemed like they had no bone structure at some times um but uh yeah his face like as mufasa falls into the pit spoilers mufasa dies sorry uh <laughs> like when he does that no and it's like right it just looks like a a, a cub going what's going on <laughs> like you know yeah. like, um and i will say this like, i think that's why the trailers never showed them talking right uh, so one thing that like really bothered me was you you have a uh quote unquote live action movie uh you have a longer runtime why not do more with the story right why not give scar more motivation than just i'm the shitty little brother and i'm gonna be a shit this entire time and that's yeah. it you know like that's his motivation so you'd think it's that a they dated would, motivation right too you right? think that they would like take the time to like improve it right because he does like drop these little hints that like uh you know he was that mufasa was chosen over him um he also tells sarabi at one point that like you know she chose mufasa over him and stuff like that so go deeper and you don't have to do a flashback but like tell us you know how he got his scar he fought his brother and he lost. Mm. Like that's where how that's how he got his scar. I like that. And ever since then, you'd be like warrior. That's his. That's <laughs> his motivation for for hating Mufasa and wanting revenge is that Mufasa beat the shit out of him, and he took over to Pride. And young Scar, you know, went off and stayed in that bony, rocky place that he just hangs out in. And his brother just threw him the scraps and was just like, "You get what you get." You know, like it, I, I. That is a good point. Dave. Make Mufasa a, a little bit more of a dick. 
and and make Scar not more sympathetic, but give him more motivation to be the villain. Yeah. And that could have been something that you did to make this stand out apart from the animated film. Now, but they balked on that. They went almost shot for shot for a lot of stuff. Uh, they did change some things here and there, but not a lot. Some lines were changed. But in the, in the end, it's the exact same story. One thing they did, imp- I'm not going to say improve, but they did uh, update and and give a new take on was Timon and Pumbaa. I, okay. I won't spoil it, but I at, they were clearly what was meant to be the wink and the nod to the adults in the audience going like, we know you're watching the same movie you watched before. And like, th- for some reason, it worked. It was a little funny for me having Timon and Pumbaa there. Do they act, like, it do they act like a gay couple or are they act mm, like friends? No, that, that would have like been play around. That would have been a f- little bit too progressive, Jay. It wouldn't have been okay. for all audiences if they were a gay couple. They clearly are. I mean... They well, are. I, no, no, I. That's that's what I mean. Like <laughs> even when I was they, a kid watching that, I knew Timon and Pumbaa were like <laughs> they, they were a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So, in the end, it's is is it a fine movie? It's fine. It's fine. It's the same. It's thing. It's gonna really hurt the box office. Yeah. Because the rewatchability is not it's, gonna be there. I'm I'm gonna put in the animated one every time over uh-huh, this. Uh-huh. It's fine. It's whatever. It's a C. Like. Ow. It's a C. That's harsher than I expected. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, I could, I if if they tried harder and failed, yeah, I, I could have done yeah. more. Um, you know, I, I I could I could go with it. I could be like, you know what? They tried something different. Right. They, they, you know, they swung and they missed. And they, they, well, they but did they that with the Jungle swing. Book, right? The Jungle Book wasn't a shot for shot remake. No, and it was fantastic. And Favreau did a great job with but that. But that's the thing. So, like, even the animals in that movie were able to emote better than the animals. Do you blame in this. Favreau for this? Do you think that's do you think that's on him or is it the script? So here's the, so here's what I was wondering. It's been is it two Disney? years since this was announced, right? So he, he had time. I don't know whether this needed like another run through the animation. I don't know if this what like I don't know whether Disney just wanted this out now. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. I don't know who to blame. I don't want to sit there and point it's fingers. Tricky. I know. I know. I I, I you neither. Th- but there there should have been some 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 updating done to it some iter- some some new iteration that's done so it's something to make it stand out from the original and they just they just failed at doing that they just did uh, you know they did what they did with Aladdin and that's it and that's it you know there's there and there's and I know a lot of this people This is pretty interesting though. Aladdin and now the Lion King. Yeah. Two hiccups. Now Mulan's looking to be very, very different, where there's not gonna be any singing and right. there's not gonna be a love interest. And, you know, she's going to ha- instead of training to be a warrior, she's gonna already have been training secretly as a warrior. Like they're they're making diff- they're they're making changes to it, but I think that's to update the character for both right. women and 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 for and for a minority audience and stuff like and that. And people to- love the trailer. They seem to be confident they showed a teaser a year from the release date so i don't know man but you never know at disney but then when you think about mulan you know like when i talk about disney animated features you know lauren loved mulan it was one of her favorites but for me mulan came later on when i wasn't so into the animated animated stuff so i don't know like what the zeitgeist is on mulan like do our people are like fuck yes mulan and it's like i can't wait to see eddie murphy come back as the dragon now they're not doing the dragon damn it well at least she's gonna have that cool little cricket now they're not doing the cricket I'm not doing that. Think, think of, uh, th- think of House of Flying Daggers meets mm. Disney. Like that's that's what they're doing. Which could be awesome. Yeah, they're doing a kung fu type movie. But anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Batman Hush, the better. Th- hey, we the warned them. Remake. Five minute ish. <laughs> yeah, the better remake uh, uh, than than the Lion King. The Lion King's right. just you know whatever. Uh, the songs also were a thing that bothered me because 
the Lion King, the original songs lend themselves so way, so, you know, in such a way that it's toe tapping. It's Broadway. It's very like, yeah, catchy. This was a little bit more modern music, you know, with it was the same tune with modern elements mixed in and stuff. And it, everything seemed to be moving at like a, a little bit of like a slower tempo. So mm. it, it, it was it was missing that flash. It was missing that pizzazz. It didn't jazz hands at the end. Yeah. Is, yeah, is yeah. what I'm saying, Jay. Okay. Okay. So who it, did Circle of Life? Who cares? Okay. <laughs> like, why are you asking? Who cares? Good point. Good point. <laughs> and that's actually a very, very good point, Dave, because I like reading up on a lot of things. <laughs> who cares? I haven't heard anything about the music. Well, good point, Dave. Who cares? Moving on. Next thing. Next. <laughs> But no, seriously, they have an insane cast and musical background supporting this this cast, and and and, and cast it's very ho hum. Nobody's raving about the music in this movie at all either. So you know what was great about the original Lion King? Why are we still talking about this? I ended this review. All right, I'm sorry. But you know what was great about the original Lion King was voice act something different. Like Donald Glover didn't bring it for me. You know, like Beyonce certainly. Didn't did that zero for me? Nothing. Right. Chiwetel Four was fine. I know some people were like, "Oh, you know, why is he Scar?" You know, like, "Oh, I've heard Scar. Like, it doesn't sound right to me." It sounded fine. He was a good villain. It worked for me. You know, he 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 did the voice right. Uh, Mufasa, yeah. however, James Earl Jones bringing him back, just like when I reviewed um, Rogue One, and I said, "Like, man, Darth Vader just he sounded old, right? Like he he sounded like he sounded like Darth Vader more out of breath than he normally is. Okay. Like he he's it's it sounded weaker. Like it's and." Granted, you know, James Earl Jones, I think he's in his 90s. So, yeah, he probably does have a weaker voice. Yeah. It's the same thing here when he's doing Mufasa again, you know, where, like, it, there's and there, it was this thing that, like, happens in the movie when you're a kid, and he's talking to Simba after he goes to the elephant graveyard, and Mufasa does that laugh, and it's, like, this big, <laughs> like, laugh, and, like, he does it here, and it's like, <laughs> Everything the light touches. <laughs> like he just said. And then he pants a couple of times like <sighs> Let me catch my breath, John. It's 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 all ours. We are responsible. Everything the light touches. We are responsible. I did put up a meme on uh <laughs> on Twitter that caught me some flack. <laughs> I put a I superimposed Trump's face over Mufasa's, and I put I'll, we'll put a wall around everything the light touches, and people are like, "No, you can't besmirch Lion King like that." And I said, "Yeah, but I used the new Lion King. <laughs> I didn't use the old one." <laughs> true, true. <laughs> all right, so Jay, let's get into our beer reviews so we can talk about all the news that came out of Comic Con. Right. Welcome back to the beer segment. Me and Jay got two beers that we're going to be reviewing for you. But before we do that, got to drop a line to our sponsor, Blowfish. Blowfish, I love you. Blowfish is the only FDA-approved hangover cure. What it is, two tablets, you drop in eight to 12 ounces of water, let it dissolve, drink it down, your hangover starts to feel better, all that good stuff. Uh, while they were here doing work in the house and I was here sweating my balls off, I was drinking quite a few beers because I don't know if you know this, Jay, but jackhammers are loud. <laughs> 
And not only are they loud, even when you have noise-canceling headphones on and you're playing video games and you're slugging down beers, you can still feel the jackhammer in your anus. <laughs> in, like, on, on your feet, on the your floor. Your ass is all puckered up and like, ugh. In your fucking teeth. Like, Jeez. you feel the jackhammers. And I was here for eight hours while they were doing it. And it was just... Really? Over. And then they're like, we're going to break for lunch. And I was like, thank you! Uh, so uh, I needed some blowfish. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> so Holy shit! I reached for that blowfish and I got myself back up and upright again to go have dinner with my parents and be a normal functioning human being before Not, the power went off. Before the power <laughs> went off. <laughs> so if you would like to try yourself some blowfish, head over to fourhangovers.com. Use the promo code SMBFish. Get your fifteen percent off of the Miracle Hangover Cure. Super Brew Brothers is also brought to you by the Podcoin app. You can download the Podcoin app on iOS or Android, and you can use that as your main source for podcast streaming. What it is is it's an app that allows you to earn points you can exchange for every minute of podcast that you listen to you can then exchange those points for gifts like gift cards or you could be a good kind-hearted soul and you can donate those points to charity and they will convert all of your points into charitable donations for you so why don't you start earning a little bit for all that hardcore podcast listening you do by heading over and downloading podcoin on the ios or android app all right, Jay, you got a beer that you're going to be reviewing for people. Why don't you tell everyone about that beer and uh, how it tastes and, you know, all the things about it, the IBUs and the percentage of alcohol by volume, all that good stuff. I certainly will. I have myself Victory No Brainer. It is an IPA, 6.8 alcohol by volume, and it is as interesting marriage to me of like a pills and an IPA somehow. Okay. It has like a whiff of a pills. So kind, so kind of <laughs> and like- And then the taste palette is very, not quite piney, but it just, it packs a punch. It's very dry up front, and it does have those kind of drier citrusy notes, like a tangerine kind of thing and all that stuff. So a little bit, um, a little bit, little bit hoppy. A flavor. So more hoppy than like a, uh, like a IPL, like a, like a pale lager. Yes. Something. Okay. Yeah, and a little bit more balanced, but it has still, oddly enough, a pretty dry finish as well. It's a good little interesting beer. I, I feel like I haven't had something like this in quite a while. It's not normally something that I would normally like, I think, but for some odd reason, this one is hitting me the right way. So I'm going to give this a pretty decent score, 3.5 out of 5. I I, 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 uh, I think it's an interesting marriage of right. two different kind of beers. And Victory, of course, is out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Indeed. And so is Evil Genius Beer Company, which is uh, the brewer who has made this beer that I'm drinking. It's called the Picks or It Didn't Happen. It's an American IPA dry hopped entirely with mosaic hops at 7% alcohol by volume, 35 IBUs. And what all this does is it equals a pretty bitter taste. <laughs> mosaic hops are, are are known for being pretty bitter, and this is really bitter. It does not have that big floral hop flavor that mm. yours has. Um, it is far more rich, and I would say darker tones and very, you know, uh, I. it's tough to put my finger on it because all I taste is mosaic there's hops. There's not much, yeah, there's no real good flavor to it. All I taste is mosaic it's hops. straightforward. And my big problem with it is I know that a lot of the beers we drink are unfiltered. However, I can taste the dirt in this beer. I'm drinking it, and my mouth is like, I can literally... Yeah. 
You that bottle was like the last bottle of the keg. <laughs> yeah. So like I I shined a light in there and the scraps of the bottom is in that bottle. All right the there. little bits are floating in there. And that's not normally a problem. No, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot in there. And they're big. Like like usually getting like a little bit of a little bit of stuff in your beer, it, it's not a problem. Like a lot of unfiltered oh, of beer had that stuff. I usually prefer unfiltered this beers. This looks like the dust that was kicked up by the guys who were jackhammering my Florida. Right. Luckily they didn't jackhammer my wife cuz you know. Ooh. Because <laughs> that's because you know I'll, I'll take some dust leavings, but I don't I don't want the leftovers. No wonder you were here for eight hours straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keeping an eye on them. Uh, so anyway, what this what this equals is that it's just a pretty shitty beer. Uh, I, I'm not crazy about it. It's it's not like you know atrocious. I, I agree. I, t- not, I took a sip. It, not, it's it's not good at yeah, all. I'm not spitting it's really it out. Not. It's it's gonna get like a two out of five yeah you you, you you pound it down quick as possible and you move on to your better beer yeah absolutely because <laughs> yeah and my better beer is the southern tier lake shore fog it's a hazy it's a hazy juicy ipa and it's delicious it is delicious i love this i've beer. had those before so uh <laughs> if you want to check out evil genius you know don't 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 drink the picks or it didn't happen at least in my opinion but uh oh always check out victory i mean i love supporting philadelphia beers so. yeah evil genius you know they're local victory of course they're local i mean i try to support them i did not love i mean for example i used to like summer love i never reviewed it on the show before um and they redesigned the can or the whole logo in general and i hate it and now you're like i, I hate it yeah. i refuse to fucking get behind that that's so that weird. beer because of the fucking label change it tastes the same jay i don't care it's the same beer look they changed dead rise for me this year you didn't oh. hear me crying about it all right they put it in cans not in bottles but i didn't cry about it did i i, I happily drank 24 of them <laughs> in a very short amount of time. It's just a can. It's just a you can. can. pour it in a glass. Still got the Ralph Steadman art, so that's what matters. That's what matters. That's true. <laughs> all right, Jay, let's get into all the stuff that was going on on Comic-Con this weekend. We will start with the trailers. Oh, boy. Lots of trailers. you just... The poetics explain. Poetics bring the drums in. Alright, so this is trailer park, but it's not gonna be trailer park like we normally do it, where like we play the trailer, me and Jay kinda yeah. like break down stuff. There's far too much shit for us to fit all that into one episode. So Jay's the keeper of our trailers, so he's just kinda kinda go over each of the trailers that were dropped during Comic Con that we want to comment on, and then we'll we'll go through them as it, as they come. Uh, yeah. I mean, first and foremost, let's just start off with it chapter two. Yeah, so second trailer. Much so it's very different trailer than the first, definitely more horror or oriented right um and a little bit also just like a a tease for some people to see which actor is playing the you know which role for each person you know the younger version into the older version that kind of thing and it does play up a little bit more tropes with the whole horror element and it was it was i didn't need it it was fine. You no, know, see, I really liked um, it because it was I a liked, good trailer for the most part. But I didn't, I didn't need it. it I liked didn't seeing, give me anything more. I liked seeing this was very much like the James McAvoy trailer. Like this is getting to see him a little bit more acting a little bit more. Where you know the first one was just kind of like flashes and stuff like that. This is really kind of getting into like the meat of the story. Yes, we know we know the group for we know the losers are getting back together. We know they they are going to be taking down it once and for all. Um, but you know. It's showing us a, a whole lot more of the horror elements that are going to be in there. Um, and and one of the things that I really noticed, like, 
we know we got the trailer with Bev and the old lady, and she's looking at the picture, and it looks like Pennywise the clown before right. he was the interdimensional yeah. demon known as it, I guess. Um, and then at the end of this trailer, we see Bill Skarsgård as kind of like a clown, but he's in the same period outfit that he was in in that picture that Bev was looking at, and then he starts like turning into it. And I at first I was like, oh, are they going to give us like a little bit of like an origin story for like the clown? And then I realized that's probably at the moment that Bev is looking at that picture and that person turns into it just okay. like they, just like they did with the projector in yes. the first one. Yes. yes. So it's not, I, I've heard a few people be like, yeah, they're going to go back and they're going to yeah, show. That projector scene was pretty fucking crazy. That was pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. And I think they're going to be playing with, with more elements like that. I don't 100% think we're going to go get like an origin story for the, nah, I, don't, I wouldn't for, want it, but if they did, not I mean, exactly. it's whatever, but I, I don't think, I think that was more of one of them looking at that picture and, and he's manipulating the right. picture or their mind, whichever it is. Um, we also see a lot lot of the like it's inner layer you know we see like that that moment where they're all like holding hands and there's like these weird almost look like uh geiger-esque like like alien uh stuff like all around them and what i mean alien i don't mean like creatures from outer space well i kind of do i mean alien like the movie alien and hr giger's design like right. they're in this like cavern and there's all this stuff around them so like that, that was some of the stuff i was picking up really i'm just liking what they're putting down now i i'm i'm liking the way it looks exactly they're they're they understand the property and they're doing it i'm justice. loving i'm loving bill Hader for some reason just seeing him he didn't speak at all in this and i saw him and i go yep he works as richie he does he works he works and then uh i can't remember the little fat boy's name uh <laughs> Uh, the guy they got to play him is far too young to be playing with the rest of these with these actors he looks way too young Okay. He he looks he, he looks like he looks like he's I haven't quite picked up on it yet, but I'm sure he looks like movie, he's twenty two. Yeah, okay. he, he looks like he's twenty two. The rest of them look like they're they're thirty five. Okay. <laughs> so for me I was like, eh, you know, whatever. I will let that slide. Let it slide. I'll let it slide. All right, Jake, what other trailers dropped? Top Gun Maverick. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. They missed the mark by not putting that song in the fucking trailer. Listen, fuck them for not doing this. This is it. a teaser trailer. That's shit. A year off from it when it comes out, shit. pretty much. This movie looks like shit. I don't. I never needed it. Tom Cruise looks like shit. I disagree. <laughs> I know you do. You I, love this I'm, shit. I ate it up, man. I ate it up. I'm sitting there and you're like, you know, you should be a two star admiral by now. What are you? And I would be like, shut up, Ed Harris. You're the only person in this movie who looks worse than I look. If I was Tom Cruise, I would look at him and I would tell He's him. He's like. That. Fuck, man. I'm still a captain. I'm flying jets. I'm fucking bitches. Like, what's up? <laughs> I took a shit this morning that was mostly like liquid that looks better than Ed Harris does at his age. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> Ed Harris is starting he to wear rough. the age. He looks rough. And uh, Tom Cruise, I mean, not not looking like a spring chicken himself. He's not Ethan Hunt here, right? So it's like, I'm not, like I'm 53, not, man. I'm not buying it, dude. I'm just not buying this dude. Like, he. Look, it's a teaser. You have him saying six words in the whole teaser, probably something like that. But Jay, he's doing the same shit he did when he was a when he was a fung, uh, you know, a, a a young. This is not a story trailer. We don't know what happened. We don't know what's going on. But he's a young kid, full of you know. But they they do all the cool shots. They show you we're gonna have a fucking beach that's volleyball the, that's scene. The thing. We're gonna have a, a sing along in a bar. It's gonna be fucking awesome. It's you, gonna be nostalgic. It's gonna be fresh. They're using new it's, technology 
energy on these cameras. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're for... saying you're saying that the thing where they're doing all the things they did before is going to be fresh. No, 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 no. Well, get excited. A fresh version of it. <laughs> get excited because we're doing the same shit but, we did last time. But it's going to be playing up on the drone stuff technology and in the old school way. That's of not shown in this teaser. None of that stuff shown in this. I teaser. know, but I know that's what it is. And, Who cares? and then we're also, talking about this teaser. We're not okay. talking about the. We're not all talking right, about the movie. all right. I'm just saying. And. I I I think the fighter pilot uh, pilot technology with the sh- way they're shooting it is going to be phenomenal. It's new technology that's never been seen before. You guys should so see Jay's face. Cool. He's like, it's going to be phenomenal. He's really like looking like I look like Donald Trump. Yeah, right you now, did. Probably. It's yeah. going to be phenomenal. It's going to be amazing. Jay, my point is, they waited over twenty five years to tell us this story, and the story is that Maverick's in the same position he was when we left him last. He's done nothing new for himself. I'm wondering if Miles Teller has more of a role in this. Who cares? Or if he is just a supporting role. Where's 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 the danger zone? Yeah. If you're gonna be if you're just gonna be doing the original movie beat for beat again, then do oh, that. They're they're not. I think they're just winking to the old original. Then do That's that. All. But if you're gonna wink to the original, then give me the for the next I don't care. I I am not. My butt I, is, I was my butt's I, not in seat. I day was one. definitely cool with it. I yeah. will definitely be there day one. Okay, so next, Henry Cavill's The Witcher. Yeah, he looks fucking dope. Like right, like uh, he's, he, he's you, you can't fucking hide the sexy man. <laughs> so it, it's it's a video game property. I yeah, this is something that's beyond me. I don't know much about this at all. I am okay with what I see. I'm not 100 percent sold if I want to watch this or not. I really do struggle with fantasy stuff, and I know most of our listeners probably are not surprised by hearing that. But so, all right. So this is what's weird. So it's a it's a video. So The Witcher is a video game, but it, it's not a video game first. It is a series of fantasy novels that are written in Poland, like they're they're Polish fantasy novels that have since been translated to other languages. Um, but the the video games take place in that Witcher universe, and you follow Gerald of and he is known as a beast hunter so it's it's kind of like in this fantasy world um the games are fantastic i i never played the first game because i believe that was only available on pc um and i probably didn't have a pc good enough but i did play the witcher 2 and i did play witcher 3 wild hunt and they were fantastic and henry cavill looks fantastic in the role um that was one of the things i was worried about you're gonna take this guy with like dark hair last time i saw him he had uh biceps that needed to be reloaded like shotguns <laughs> like in, yeah. in mission impossible he had the mustache and stuff now i'm seeing him here he's got this long white hair and like in thor one in the original thor movie you worry that like when you're taking someone you're putting a wig on them and stuff like that that it's not going to look natural to them uh but for some you know they did a great job with makeup and i think it, it a bit of the cinematography so. too like yeah. the, the the you know on well, the they cameras clearly and stuff like wanted that. to go they, they clearly wanted to go like ultra hd with it uh looking but they clearly wanted to to make it very very drab almost like game of thrones i think like i think they they literally looked at this and went like cine, you know cinematically we want this to look like game of thrones because this is going to be netflix in scope yeah and scope it's got a huge budget a huge budget big time netflix if this doesn't do like if this doesn't oh. break download numbers for netflix it's killing their it's killing them budget wise and i'm kind of worried about that yeah 
I, I, I really am. I'm not 100% sold on people actually wanting to watch this. So what Netflix doesn't like is Netflix doesn't like diminishing returns. We've seen that with the Marvel stuff. We've seen the Marvel stuff. You know, it, it was at such a high no, point. No patience for right. it. Right. And the second that they got to like the second season and the numbers started dipping, but the numbers dipped down to half almost like for some of those shows. Over half people people tuned out. If there is a significant dip between this first season and the second season of Witcher, if they get a second season, believe me, people are hungry for something decent on Netflix. So, and I think this trailer is going to sell people on it. But I think if there's any dips in it, they'll be quick to drop it because it's such a high budget with such low returns. Right. And for Netflix, there's not a whole lot they have to measure how well they're doing because they don't they can't sell ads. They're obviously not selling tickets to anything. And the only thing they look at is subscriptions. And since so many people have Netflix, they're actually looking at Netflix retention rates. Yeah, the data is very interesting. Around, they know they right. know exactly when people tune in, yeah. tune out, um, how often you watch. Right an episode or a movie or something like that. But I think this trailer looks, you know, I think it looks awesome. It's not telling you a whole lot about the Witcher story and stuff like that, but it is giving you a feel for this world. It's showing you big battles. It's showing yeah. you this this cool protagonist. You know, it's showing you that it that it exists in like this fantasy world. Uh, there's one scene where Henry, Henry Cavill has his shirt off and he's just kind of like sitting there and I was like, God, he looks like He-Man. Like he just looks like... Yeah, I, I got a little chub on that one. But he's yeah, jacked was- up. Like, I mean, he looks like Superman again. Like he's... He's just beefcake. He's just sexy mofo. He's <laughs> just a fucking beefcake. Uh, but I'm certainly interested in it. I've, like I said, fan of the games. Never I, read the novels, I, I, but I will certainly give it a shot. You can definitely bank on that. Um, I just, I'm just worried about me. Jay, it's the just games, not- the games were oozing with sex. So you know, th- at least you you may get that in the Netflix series. Yes. Okay, Dave. Uh, we will quickly burn through this. Cats just came out with a fucking trailer. Didn't even watch the trailer. Don't care. Oh my god, Dave. This was the most unforgiving trash of a trailer with high brow expectations I have ever seen. It is so cringe inducing terrible. I can't get over it. I cannot believe this fucking movie is being made. I'm not a Broadway guy. I've never seen Cats. I've never heard oh. one song from Cats. I don't care. It's appalling. The only let's please move on. The only I don't cats, really want to mention it any more than that. The only cats I know are are the ones that were in uh, American uh, an American Tale Fievel. You know that you know, remember that. There are no cats in America. Just make that. Just make that into a into a musical into a live action film. I, w- I would totally watch an American Tale live action film. Moving on. Got Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, I don't care about this either. Why are we talking about this again? It's the, they they didn't even have the they, balls to give they us did a, a featurette exactly. trying to almost uh, punch up the first trailer. So here's what and I didn't, get people hyped up on it because you know why? Because they're telling you to get excited for it. I know. That's what I saw. I, I saw the exact same sh- footage from the first trailer and James Cameron, the director, the actors saying you, oh, it's so much more grittier. I don't know. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. I saw I'm like I saw Tim uh, Miller's face. I don't know about that. Tim Miller's face. Did not look like he was excited at all, even though he's telling me that he's excited. Tim Miller didn't look excited, and this ruined—not not ruined, but it does spoil something for me. Um, there's a lot of speculation about whether Arnold actually is a Terminator in this movie or not, or whether he is like the the proto Terminator. He's the soldier the Terminator uh, bio skins are all based on, just older and stuff. Uh, nope, 
yeah, he's 100 percent a Terminator. This this showed him with half of his skull, like half of his skin on his head blown off, and big shiny metal underneath. There's even a scene where he's missing a hand, and you can see the the metal underneath. He's a Terminator. Uh, so explain that one. I'm waiting for it because I watched him go into the lava and give the thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm wondering how they're gonna how they're gonna retcon that, even if they. Obviously, he's just another one that traveled back in time, and he's stayed with Sarah Connor, which is funny because they did the same thing in Genesis, and people didn't like that so much. So we're going to double down on the same idea, I suppose. I guess I have no idea what's going to happen with that. But this, this did it, nothing. It does for not me. excite me whatsoever. No. Again. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, this fucking series, dude. They didn't even have the balls My to like God. do another trailer to like, and people were mixed on the on the first trailer. So I thought that they would want to come into Comic Con hard with a brand new cut trailer that something that would give fans like what they what they were looking for, something that was opposite of what they gave us before with this uh, very generic action that they were showing us. You know, oh, oh yeah, and very bad CGI. I thought they were going to come back and try try to really win people back and they just yeah I, they I i think it's safe to say that you can kind of blame tim miller on this property i uh i don't think you said that i think you could i i think you can blame the studio for continuing to pump these out well that too of course of course and james cameron coming on board to right. try to you know. as, as a producer though he lends his producer credit to anything that he thinks has a chance of, of putting another couple of mil in his pocket so that he can get he, avatar done yeah but he <laughs> had the audacity to kind of go out there and try to right the wrongs and say all those other terminators then direct it i didn't have anything to do with it right and then, this follows up t2 yeah then so he put himself into the driver's seat almost as a responsible party for this movie right but when i fuck something up i don't delegate it out to somebody else and it looks generic as fuck i do it myself so if he wants to do this movie himself he should direct it himself so when i get mad at how bad it is i know exactly who to point the finger at <laughs> i go it's you cameron it's you fuck jim cameron <laughs> I, I i swear to god like he he's jim just- cameron like your fucking buddies on the golf course fuck jim cameron <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, he he's 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 ruining his legacy. Jim Cameron's the type of guy that would uh that he would is. hit it into the rough and then he'd kick it with his foot afterwards. He is that guy. <laughs> God damn. Tells his caddy, you know, <laughs> that was a mulligan. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah, don't even like, mark that down. Tip him only ten dollars. That's right. You yeah. know, for a whole rally. You know. No, now we're just now we're just parodying shit. Caddyshack. I know. <laughs> Which I did watch this week. So <laughs> sorry, Jimbo. I'll play with I'll play a golf round with you anytime. <laughs> Whoa. Nice, nice hat, James Cameron. Anyone buys a hat like that comes with a free bowl of soup. Oh, looks good on you though. <laughs> All right, Jay. Next trailer. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. A yeah, this looks sad. Day in the neighborhood. This looks uh, it's not not sad. Um, I think it's it's really taking where uh, won't you be my neighbor? The um, it does the the documentary like really left off with that feeling of Mister Rogers and who he was and what he meant to to kids and to it's nostalgic but yeah. also yearning for that sense again. So you know like, something like like an escape. Like we don't have that in television anymore. There's not like you can't just escape to Mr. Rogers anymore. So like, there's no channel out there that you can do that with. So Tom Hanks won off our hearts by running across America and telling everyone that when you step in shit, it happens. Uh, and then he was also Walt Disney and now Mr. Rogers. Yes. Like yes. he's he's just becoming everyone's like childhood heroes. Like that's like <laughs> but he's the only actor that can he do works. it. Right? It works. And I it watched. Works. I watched. Uh, he's you know, got the mannerisms down. 
down. I saw what's it, Saving Mr. Banks. I watched that. That was on Netflix, and um, that was. I thought he was great in it as Walt Disney. I, I I loved him as Walt Disney, and I see him here, and I felt like there was times when the camera is on him, but it's it's showing it through the studio camera filming yes. him. It looks just like Mr. Rogers. Yes. Like from a distance, it looks up close. It's really cool. It's Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, for sure. but I guess g- g- I'm telling you right now, you're gonna escape from that. Yeah, and I did. I mean, initially when I first saw, it, I was like, "Oh, he's really—he's uh, putting a good effort in." And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Man, he's got his fucking mouth mannerisms down yeah. from Mister Rogers, like all the the acting, the physical elements to it." I was like, "Damn, right, okay." So, suddenly, like the like the the oodles of Academy Awards that he's been nominated for in the one season one. You, you Get know, ready like, for another nomination. Yeah, I'm thinking that. So I'm interested in it. I don't know. Thanksgiving's like a nice time for like a family. I think so. Good feel schmaltz fest that this is going to be. Um, I'm certainly interested in more so the the journalist who who's going to be like doing this story on him it seems like it's going to span like over some time like there's going to be some some re- relationship that's built between them and i'm kind of curious to see his perspective of mr rogers versus what that documentary and this movie is going to be portraying him as i kind of want to see that facade crack a little bit in the in the movie uh, i hope they get into I hope they get into some of Mr. Rogers' life and know he was not, he did not fight in World War II. His arms are not covered in tattoos. And right. he, he did not, uh, you know, what, what is one of the stories that he, he cut a man's throat and saved Captain Kangaroo's life on D-Day <laughs> or something. Like, there's so many weird stories. None of those are true. And this is directed by Mariel Heller, who actually did what I reviewed before on Jay's Indie Corner, The Diary of a Teenage Girl, which I really enjoyed and respected. And then also um, last year's Can You Ever Forgive Me, the Melissa McCarthy star. And um, Richard E. Grant was also nominated for Academy Award for his role in that. And that was a very solid film as well. Very under the radar. But um, a true story. It was nominated. It wasn't under the radar. Well, as far as box office and stuff like that and notoriety, besides the award stuff but it was in that world <laughs> just saying don't test me david i know my shit <laughs> i saw that movie it was but boring. anyway it was so boring as fuck. I, I, i'm i'm happy to see it. it looks like she she's kind of got it down she's nailed it and I, that's all that's all the trailers i got in my notes yeah i mean there was a watchman trailer um still not excited i'm still not like excited for it but i'm definitely going to check it out when it comes out yeah um obviously you know not watchman it's not doing the comic book over again it's a new story that takes place in that world so they're not retreading old story ground and also they're hoping that fans will forgive them for some of the stuff that that maybe you know that doesn't follow the story so closely because it's a different it's a different world uh also, uh, there was The Boys, Jay, which didn't have a huge Comic-Con presence, but the trailer's been out for, for quite some time. Uh, well, they're, they're, they're unloading a lot of like small little right. t- TV spots and little featurettes and small little trailers and character trailers. So It looks interesting. A little background on The it Boys. It, I believe it's a Dynamite Studios comic, I want to say. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I know I, I It will have, be playing through Amazon Prime. Yes, it will be playing through. Just to let everybody know. It's Star Carl Urban, uh, you know, Judge Dredd himself, <laughs> Dr. Bones McCoy, and he is... He looks good in the role. He does look good. So he's playing a guy who 
all of them, he gets together a task force of normal human beings who have all been in some way wronged by superheroes. And when I say wronged, I don't mean like, like, oh, you stopped me from robbing a bank, blah, 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 like stupid super villain stuff. Uh, the superheroes in their world are out of control. They're all basically allegories for, for members of the Justice League. But like one member was walking down the street and you see this in the trailer with his girlfriend and the speedster goes running right through her, liquefies her body and oh. he's, and he's like i'm sorry i wish i could stop but i can't and he darts off again like so it's like what would happen if the flash hit someone Damn. at a high speed that's what would happen so uh it's it's them as regular people deciding that they're going to take down the superheroes who are out of control and the comic book was absolutely fantastic the original forward for the comic book was written by simon Pegg, who was a big fan of it actually one of the characters uh, in the I think book simon's in it was yeah. was based on him like at like the look wise was actually based on simon Pegg. um and the show just looks like it's it's gonna have brutal action absolutely uh you know just lovely gore just just gore yeah I'm, I'm really gonna check this one out and it seems really funny it could be but right also up my alley really funny but also dark yes uh, so right up my alley i'm very intrigued to check it out to see how it stacks up to the comic book comic book's great so definitely definitely yeah. try to look up the boys comic book but uh I, i'm gonna be checking out on amazon prime lauren's really looking forward to it so i showed her the trailer and she's like this, yeah. seems, this seems great perks of being a prime member that's right and then that i think that i think that's really that's really it. i mean there was a few other like tv show trailers and stuff like that westworld that season three trash. well westworld season three Woo, baby I'm, i i don't just, even know where to start with that one because you gotta go i gotta go back and watch season two because i couldn't finish it because it was so fucking boring never has anything <sighs> taken a a, a, a a sci-fi concept as interesting as westworld and turned it into the most boring thing that i've ever seen in my life yeah if you guys remember i i definitely had a very cold review for season two of westworld and i am blown away by what they're doing with season three it's super ambitious it's completely different it's going to be really interesting to try and follow and it looks like the sci-fi elements are stuff that you've never seen before very exciting adding new characters aaron paul my boy your boy i mean it's it's gonna be cool it's gonna be fun to watch except my boy um, i never met him in real life no no i don't your, know the man no he's your boy don't worry uh <laughs> But now it, it looks. You want a first name, nickname basis with him stop. too? Aaron Paul. Yo, Aaron Paul. You call him Aaron? Yeah, the, the, he stays in my house when he's visiting Philly. Yeah, know? I figured he never visits <laughs> Philly. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's it. I mean, other than that stuff, there's yeah. a few other things at Comic Con, but nothing that that really it really tickles our interest no. too much or. Basically, we're just running out of time. There's other things I'd like to talk about, but we're running out of time, Jay, because we got to get into the big news that came out of Comic-Con. We know that Warner Brothers wasn't there. They There was almost no DCEU presence whatsoever, with the exception of the release to Snyder Cut fans who were out in droves at, at San Diego Comic-Con. Billboards posted and everything. I'm, I, dude, I think it might happen. I think there's mm. going to be enough of a lull between what's coming out from DC versus like when the rest of their slate's going to get kicked off and going again that they're going to be like you know what at this point i just don't care anymore oh i don't care i'm not i i'll watch it if it's free somewhere but i'm not going to pay for it and i'm not a right i'm not right. a big snyder defender i'm not a big snyder hater either like i don't i don't hate the movies that were made i wasn't happy with them and i understand that uh, there's reasons for I'm, it i'm certainly not a defender <laughs> I'll say that. I'm but not a hater. They were out in droves. Se. And you know what? Yeah. If that's how you wanted to spend your time at Comic-Con, 
it's certainly better well spent doing that than standing in line to get into Hall H because that's what Comic-Con is. I went once. There's a lot of standing in line, a lot of lines. I don't ever want to go back, honestly. Like, I had yeah, zero fun. It's too many people for you. Yeah, unless it's, <laughs> unless it's free. People don't bother me, but... What about the Philly one? No. Wizard World sucks. Sucks anymore. I, yeah. went, I went a couple years in a row. Keystone Con is, is pretty cool, though. And New York throws a big one, right? They throw a huge one. And me and Lauren, uh, the past two years, we got in line for tickets. Like, you know, you have to actually get into an online queue for tickets. Sold out before we can get in. They sell out so quick. For the three-day passes. Oh, damn. Yeah, I know. We could get like a single-day pass, but Saturday's like, it's kind of a wash. There's too many people there. There's too much going on. Friday, we work, so we can't get to. Sunday is kind of like a shit day where it's like everything's cleaning up. There's nothing really interesting going on, but it's good for vendors if you want to go buy some shit. So, uh, but I'll get there again. I'll get there again. Maybe we can get some press passes. Who knows? Yeah, let's do it. Maybe we have enough listeners. Probably you, not. I might actually go. All right, Jay. The, the the big the big cheese, the big deal, the big thing that went on was that Marvel got up on stage and uh, you know, Feig or Feig or whatever the fuck you want to call him. Uh, he just like stepped I like Feige. Up. You like Feige? <laughs> I like Feige. Feige got up there and he just like unzipped and unleashed like the, the- Marvel Anaconda <laughs> of his cock. Like and was just like yeah, and right it's just like table. you know we've been keeping our mouth shut, uh, you know, for everything that's coming after Spider Man, but you know my anaconda don't want none unless it's got buns, hon. And he just like he jizzed all over <laughs> Phase Five, <laughs> Phase Five, phase, yeah. phase Four and Phase Five, yeah, absolutely. So let's get over and let's talk about all that. Jay, Marvel by far had the biggest presence and the biggest news that came out of Comic-Con. For sure. A lot of stuff dropped. So, obviously, we know that the Black Widow film is coming. I'm just going to start running through these, honestly, because we don't. there's, yeah, there's a I lot mean, to talk about in a short amount of time here. Of course. Um, and uh, so, Black Widow's coming out. We know that it's going to dig into her life pre-Shield, and they did some more casting announcements for it. Um, we now know that David Harbour is playing a Russian agent, I believe. And we know that it's going to be the first Marvel movie to come out in the new phase. It's the one. Oh, okay. It's the one like. Most- well, I know they are, are. They're filming it right now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this will be this will be the the next Marvel movie that we go see. Eternals is also right on the cusp of that same year coming yes. out in 2020. Eternals will be coming out. That has an absolutely huge cast. Like the the Eternals cast is absolutely massive. Yeah, I mean, they just they hired Angelina Jolie, which is their big star. Um, Richard Madden, you know, we love him. He, he's another big star. And then there's a there's a few other sprinkled in ones, you know. I mean, there's it's it's going to be an interesting ensemble. Yeah, you got Kamal, but it's going to work. You got Kamal Najiani as Kingo. You yeah, got Selma Hayek as who's Ajax. been working out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. That, uh, I watched his hot ones, like the right, the right. you know the. The show with uh, hotter, hot questions and even hotter wings. I or, love or show. Hot wings and even hotter questions. It's such a genius show. <laughs> it really is. It does way better than our show. <laughs> you know, 
I'm not a huge like Eternals fan, so I don't know like really what to what what to make of this, like what to get excited about with this. I mean, I know that it's it, it's a, a group of people that were created by Jack Kirby when after he left for DC, then came back and came back to Marvel and stuff like that. I'm really surprised. I don't know why they're doing this one. It's, it's another cosmic tale. I think they really want to just get into the, the cosmic nature of everything. Okay. Uh, and, and it seems like it's going to be fun. Like, I I, I feel like we're going to get a lot of, like, melodrama with with characters, with people, with actors like Richard Madden and then also Angelina Jolie. But I feel like we're also going to get, like, a lot of comedy with Kamal Najiani. Of course. And, you know, like, so it... it, it they're obviously Marvel formula still there. Like that's that's right. what they're doing with it. Um, now one of the one of the more interesting things to come out was that Shang Chi. We knew that this was a was a movie that was announced a long time ago, almost a year ago, that they were going to be doing a Shang Chi movie. But we learned something new about the Shang Chi movie. Its title is Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So what's the Ten Rings, Jay? Do you know what the Ten Rings is in the I Marvel Cinematic not. Universe? It's the Mandarin. Ooh, the Mandarin was supposedly the leader of the Ten Rings and Iron Man met the Mandarin in Iron Man 3 turned to be Trevor Slattery who was an actor and Aldrich Killian was actually the real Mandarin or so they said and what wound up happening was you know Trevor Slattery goes off to jail and we get that we get that mini movie All Hail the King where Justin Hammer is is in that one as well Sam Rockwell reprises his role as Justin Hammer and we find out that there is a real Ten Rings and that there is a real Mandarin and he's unhappy with Trevor Slattery and his portrayal of him. So that's kind of like this Iron Man like thing that's just been left out there with nothing, nothing tying us back to it. Nothing. Everything went so much. Well, here we go. Everything went so (laughs) much bigger after that. But now with race with phase four, we're kind of like resetting. We're kind of coming back down. We're going to do more solo stories and stuff like that. And it's smart. It's, it's the way they should do it now because the buildup of other than the first three three seasons, other than Ant-Man, if you think about it, after Civil War, there really wasn't uh, with uh, actually with the advent of Civil War, there really wasn't any solo movies, right? Like even Thor Not was really. teaming up with the Hulk and like lots of others to take back Ragnarok. Uh, you, you had to, you had your Doctor Strange and stuff like that, but. This is now, it seems like this phase is going to go more character focused before they start building it out again for another Avengers big level event. Yeah, and you could see it in their um, their logo banners, and it's all very character driven and interesting. And for me, though, I, have, do, I do have one question, though. Yeah, sure. What if? What the hell is that? I, I'm, I'm getting to that, Jay. Come that on. is my big question mark. <laughs> I'll explain what if when we get to it. All right. No pun intended. So, sort of. so we know that Doctor Strange is getting a sequel, and the title of it is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So we know that Spider-Man Far From Home kind of like teased this idea of like the multiverse, and I won't spoil anything for that because that movie's still only about three weeks old. But one of the things they did announce in this was that along with Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, he will be joined by Elizabeth Olsen's Wanda Maximoff. Mm. And it's something that I thought was going to be a big deal. I talked about it at the end of Endgame 
when I said like, you know, it would be cool if Wanda Maximoff went off and kind of trained to become like a sorcerer with her powers being so closely tied to magic. Yeah, that makes sense. Marvel, does. Marvel read my mind and they're doing just that. It seems like also uh, the director, you know, Scott Derrickson has said he already knows what villain he wants. He wants to do Nightmare. So he wants Nightmare to be right. So this it. is a, technically going to be their first attempt at a quote unquote Horror, horror movie. movie. Right. And I, I think it works. I think it works. I think, I think it works. I think it's the right so, character for it. It'll be cool. Also, the other announcement was Thor, Love and Thunder, which we also heard a news story that Taika Waititi has confirmed that Thor, Love and Thunder will take place before Guardians of the Galaxy 4. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which will still have Thor in it and still may be called as Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so, uh, so he's going to be Fat Thor? That, who knows? But this Thor Love and Thunder is the return of Natalie Portman's Jane Foster. And in this story, much like they did in the comics, Jane Foster is going to be imbued with the powers of Thor. Yeah, getting jacked and getting fucking hammered out Diesel. And I'm hearing a lot of people complaining about this, not because there's going to be a female Thor that happened in the comics two or three years ago was what wasn't a big deal then people actually really enjoyed that character and enjoyed that storyline what people were upset about is it's she Natalie, turned her nose up is that it's Natalie Portman exactly. that's what people are upset exactly. about what I'm envisioning Thor Love and Thunder is and no one has said this but it's also directed by Taika, Taika Watsidi again um, what I'm envisioning this as being is a romantic comedy where they are bickering they dislike each other like right. the whole time it's 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 like this very like back and forth, this very you know punchy, funny thing with both of them, and I think Natalie Portman can get behind that, like this yeah. kind of like rom com role, uh, and obviously it would be Thor being upset with her for event for getting his powers is what I would is what I would suspect, exactly, um, and and him not being. And or doing what he, he is meant to be doing, you know, that kind of thing in right. his mind, right? I think it sounds like a lot of fun. If, if I like, think it will, the, the potential is they there just need for to build on their chemistry more, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think with Taika Watiti behind the realm, um, it's going to work, he will make it work. All right, one of the last movies to talk about on here, uh, before we start jumping into what they're going to be doing for the Disney Plus streaming service, Blade. Is coming back to the MCU. He's back. Uh, and now Wesley Snipes will not be back. I mean, why bring him back? He was only in twenty percent of Blade Trinity. He let his he let his stunt double do most of most of his scenes in Blade Trinity. And he's like sixty. And he's like sixty. <laughs> so it, yeah, you can't have an ageless vampire be played by an old man like Wesley Snipes. So instead, they're getting the ever lovely Mahershala Ali. To great be it's casting. Great casting. Great casting. I just want to know if he's gonna if he's gonna have like the same Wesley Snipes like punchlines like in Blade One. Oh, he will. When he, no, I, I I guarantee you it's gonna be very similar. I love when he kills the one vampire and he goes like, "Some dumb motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill." <laughs> Like he has these like punchlines that are fantastic. I hope they kind of keep like that stuff and, a lot. And kind of bizarre. The only thing that like I worry about is, uh, and I'm I'm sure they're not announcing anything about this yet. Will Blade be rated R? And can you have well, a vampire story that isn't rated R? Like, how do you do this in a PG? No, granted, it's called Twilight. Right? Can you do it in a PG thirteen way? Absolutely. Yeah, but nobody wants Blade. Does it PG thirteen? You know, no, no pun intended. But does it file the teeth of it a little bit to make it PG thirteen? You know, you got a sword wielding, you know, half human, half vampire superhero with a sword and guns, and he's not going to get to use them in the same way. Calling it now. This is going to be rated R. I doubt it. 
I'd be I'd be fantastic if it was, but I doubt it. I hmm. fucking doubt it. I'm calling it. I would like it to be. I would like the MCU to dip their toe. I believe it's going to be a soft R. A soft R. But I think it's going to be R. One motherfucker and well, brief nudity in that we see we see someone's butt. No tits. No tits. But but a butt. A butt. A butt. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that that's a soft R. Side boob. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, a little bit more more blood than we're than we're used to in an MCU film. A little bit more blood, a yeah. little bit more violence, and I don't think it's and a little bit more in language. But honestly, it's it's. I think they're gonna risk. I think they're gonna roll the dice because I think they know there's gonna be massive blowback if it's not rated R. Right. I think it should be, and that's why I think they're gonna stick it out. They're gonna attempt one. Dip your toe in that water. You got that big anaconda. You got that big anaconda. This is not a un- this is not a universe phases now. So this is like something they can, they can they can play with. Yeah. They can risk it. All they right. can roll the dice. They fucking made their money. They're good. They can do it. So there are a lot of stuff going on over on the Disney streaming app that will be starting in November. You know, obviously we're getting the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think I'm more hyped on that than anything else. <laughs> so the you know the they did finally confirm that the Falcon and Winter Soldier series will take place after Endgame. So this is post Steve Rogers, post everything else, and that means that the Falcon is cap it's gonna be, i i envision it being about him discovering what it takes to be captain America. but also expect it to be more spy heavy still a, bit, a little bit more of like a spy thrower more yes. like the ed brubaker comics yes and also some funny little dry zingers um I maybe even a little play can with, you move with up your winter. seat no right you. right right <laughs> maybe a little play with winter soldier being like you know i i, I let you be captain america <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> i gave you the nod like, yeah you only you can have it you only have that shield because I let you have. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and then we also we also you know got confirmation that WandaVision is a show that's going to be coming that is going to be the romance between Wanda Maximoff and the Vision, and it will reprise the roles of both uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany will be in that series. I love them. I don't think it's going to do very well. Yeah, I don't know what this but- series is going to be. Like I'm, I mean, I love the actors. I mean, I like Elizabeth Olsen. I like Paul Bettany. But as far as them and their romance, I don't know if it's going to really fucking sell. I, I'm not sure. You know, it's another after Endgame series. Um, but one of the things that that they did let us know about the about it is it's going to feature Monica Rambeau. And you may not remember her, Jay, but she was in Captain Marvel. She was the little girl in Captain Marvel. Ooh, all grown up now. Right. And, and you know, with her own superhero side to her. So uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing how they're going to be playing along with that, too. Again, this is like another after Endgame one. So why is there no Captain Marvel announcements? I don't know. I, I, I wish I could tell you. I Maybe it's maybe that's more of like an end of Phase 4 thing. I don't think this is all they had in Phase 4 because... There was what four or five movies. This is like ten. <laughs> no, these aren't movies. These are TV shows. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. You're uh, right. There's also the the Loki. But series. even still, that's like the next additional two years. So the, I guess Captain Marvel won't happen for another 
three or four years. Right. So uh, the Loki series, again, another post Endgame one. And uh, it's going to be exploring the adventures of Loki after he disappears using one of the uh, using the, the mind gem. That That's going to be fun. And, yeah. That, That'll be fun. So uh, after he disappears in Endgame. So I'm very curious to see what they do with this. I like that they kept this character around. Uh, one of the big things that really got me excited, Jay, was that Hawkeye is getting his own TV series. That's going to be very poignant. I think so. I I really think that they have a a shot at doing something very poignant. That's all I can say about it. And I'm I'm excited to see what they do with it. Hopefully they do it right. I think so. And they don't fuck it up. I think so. I think they're going to be taking a lot from the the Hawkeye comic book that was written by, I believe it was Matt Fraction. Fantastic book. Now, Hawkeye was single in that, so I don't expect it to be exactly the same. However, he's going to, you know, obviously Hawkeye in this universe has a family and stuff, but he is going to feature... Uh, Kate Bishop, who is the, I don't even like to say the female version of Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner says it best, the best Hawkeye. <laughs> like the better version of Hawkeye is Kate Bishop. I right. loved her in Young Avengers. Um, she was Hawkeye while Hawkeye was dead. Hawkeye comes back to life. He allows her to keep the mantle. And the Hawkeye comic is a lot of like this back, and it, there's no rom- romance between Kate Bishop and him at all. It's And it's not even mentor, mentee. It's almost like he is he's the one with all the skill and she has still skill to learn, but she has all the brains and he's just kind of like a, a dumb jerk. So it's like a sidekick <laughs> thing. Yeah, very much so. Uh, but it, but I don't want to call her sidekick because just because she's not as skilled as him. I'm she's, not saying it's her. It could be him too, <laughs> right? I mean, it doesn't matter. A sidekick's a sidekick. And also you know, will delve into elements. It's a duo. Apparently, the Hawkeye TV series will also delve into elements of Ronan as well. So, uh, who he was in Endgame. This is another post-Endgame series as well. So, everything they're doing, they're just moving forward. I know there's a lot of rumors that things are going to be going back to the past. Other than Black Widow, everything is moving forward post-Endgame. I think the most important thing they need to realize and accept is that they're not going to be making billion-dollar movies anymore. Maybe... But probably not. Not I think those they save the billion dollar movies until the end of phases, you know, and they try to recapture that lightning in a bottle and hope that it hope that it hope that that they miss they only miss slightly, because uh, I do expect that by the end of phase four and beginning of phase five, superhero fatigue, these movies fatigue is going to start setting in. All right, Jay. The final things, uh, the what if. It is going to be a series that explores the multiverse. It is going to be an animated series. It's going to be narrated by the Watcher, Watu the Watcher. Uh, we you saw them in Guardians of the Galaxy two yeah. when uh, Stan Lee was talking to him. They do not interfere with earthly affairs. They just watch and they watch great moments in history happen, usually revolving around the superheroes. What if is going to be? What if this event didn't happen and instead this happened, or this didn't happen so instead this? So happened. lots of creative liberties absolutely gonna happen right right so it's Uh, it's an that might get annoying though it's an animated series i love the what if comics that that marvel's done marvel's been doing these for years they always like after a big event a year or two later they'll come out with a marvel what if for it okay what if this was different what if that was different Uh, i got you i got you it's interesting i think Uh, it works better in that format though that's not going to be coming until summer of 2021 but it is in the mcu universe per se like at least the watcher is is part of the mcu universe and i'm sorry is that a theatrical or is that that's a tv a streaming? it's it is an animated streaming series okay so 
uh, and then finally, the big announcement, and what I I'm just dying to know more, but they didn't give us a whole lot of information, is that Feige did let us know once and for all that the X Men and the Fantastic Four will be joining the MCU in Phase Four. Stop. Yeah. I, I imagine it'll happen towards the end. They're not really sure where it's going to come in at, but it, it, it is going to happen. It's, I'm sure there's a lot of development that has to go on with that before before any hard announcements of where any of these movies would fit in, if they're going to get their own movies, whether they're going to fit them into other series. Uh, but Jay, you talked about Captain Marvel not having an announcement. Where's Black Panther 2? Not even announced here. You know what I'm thinking? They hyped those movies up because it had to push the narrative forward and storyline forward for the Avengers, right? Uh, here's, and the end game and all that. Here's what stuff. I think they're doing. This is what we got new that's coming. There's there's some new stuff. We're sprinkling right. in some old stuff. That's a good point. Stuff to get excited for. That's a good point. We're okay. also continuing storing after the story after Endgame. You those are guarantees. Like we knew we were getting a Black Panther two. Right. We knew we we're getting a Captain Marvel two. Uh, I got you. This is all the stuff that they've been reserved on, and they haven't said anything about. Right? Thor: Love and Fun Thunder is a surprise to me. I had no clue that that was a thing that was in development. I had no clue that there was going to be a Thor four. I thought they were going to fit the character to Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's how Chris Hemsworth would continue. Chris Hemsworth said, "Fuck it, I'll sign any contract, and I'll keep doing this for as long as I can." And they went, "All right, we're going to hold you to that." Yeah, because I think he. Can't do anything he's, else. Well, he's, <laughs> but he's also a good old boy. Yeah, he, you know he he he's just making a living, man, living his life YOLO. <laughs> you but, know he's having a good time. Like he he's he's not he's not in it for the artistic credibility. But also think about it: if Marvel came out and they and they said like, "All right, Black Panther two is happening," the entire crowd of Hall H would just be a, a, a dull like murmur, and they would just go, "Yeah." We knew that. Like, it, those are all guaranteed things. We know those are everything yeah. they're talking about here. Okay, this is all somewhat new information for the most part. We we knew we were going to get a Doctor Strange to. I just, I just thought it was odd that they never mentioned anything. About oh, they, they they were mentioned in passing, but I think that's stuff that's going to be brought up more. They may also. I, I don't. I'm not a hundred percent when D twenty three is, but that's Disney's big like. Uh, fan oh, service okay. event and stuff. That's a good point. They could also be br- they were probably going to do the one-two punch. Exactly. The one is is this whole new fresh uh, franchise stuff, and then the two is all the big announcements of the older Look, fan favorite properties. I'll be honest. When Endgame ended, and after I got out of Spider-Man: Far From Home, like I told Lauren, I was like, I'm okay if this like goes away. Like I'm okay if this is all done. Like if they never have another Marvel movie, I I don't care. Dude, and then all who the, are you talking to? And then all these announcements. I'm good, too. And, I, I don't need all this. And then all these announcements. I was like, you know what? Yeah, some of the stuff I'm really excited for. You know, Falcon Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm excited for. I'm excited for the Hawkeye series. But what the thing is, right. I'm more excited for these TV series than I am for the... For, for for the actual theatrical. for the theatrical stuff that they're announcing, Blade. That's cool, but I'm not like, oh my god, Blade. But uh, that's cool. I'm glad. To, I'm glad you're yeah, doing it. You're gonna have a good time with it. it. You'll watch it a couple times. I'm more, and that's that. I'm more curious about how X Men and Fantastic Four are gonna fit in more so than I'm like excited for that stuff. You know, um, I, I'm I'm more curious about how they're doing it. Thor: Love and Thunder, though, if they do the movie that I'm thinking of, that it's gonna be I, in my head. 
yeah i think that's the only way to do it it's gonna be hilarious it's gonna be so good it's gonna be good and again just super enjoyable it's gonna be a lot of fun right i mean ragnarok was a shock i'll be honest while i love the character of black widow and i and i do like you know i I do like uh scarlett johansson in a role i don't need that movie I really don't. I I I want the movie where her I and think Hawkeye. It's gonna, I think it's going to flop hard. I, I want that movie with her and Hawkeye running around together. He may show up in it, but he's not going to be a big role. In it. I wanted her and her and Hawkeye in Budapest. You and I remember Budapest very differently. You know, like I want like that that story. I don't. I think they tease that Budapest is going to come up. Oh, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. You can't you can't leave that little that the little line dangling from 2012 and not not wrap it up in 2019 when it comes out or 2020 when it comes God out. Damn. But I, you know, I'm just excited for what for, for what's been announced. But some of it, I'm realizing I don't need. But I'm still I, I'm still willing to take the ride. They've got me excited for enough to keep me around. We're excited, but we're not hyped. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Right. Hyped. That's the best way to say because I think I will get more excited when the time comes if, right if this was, like it, it's just the evolution of time yeah okay it's gonna be two four five years from now that we're gonna be seeing some of these things yeah why by the time we get to it yeah we're probably gonna get really jazzed about look, it but right now it's like oh cool look, oh, all right yeah that's, that, that, that could work hopefully endgame, it works end game was a marathon right like getting to end game was a marathon it was it like it's like having sex six times in one night <laughs> oh. you're not gonna want to do it the next night no <laughs> I would probably be good for a, f- a week. <laughs> I'm spent. I'm spent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, so uh, it's good to have this break and to have stuff to like off in the horizon to get excited about. But it's not enough that I'm just like fucking amped. Maybe if I was in Hall H when all this stuff was getting announced, sweating it out with everyone else. But with the, all the sweaties. Yeah. With all the 6,000 people crammed into there and stuff like that. I'm excited, and I think that these announcements—it's—they're—they're they're all kind of like fresh ideas for the MCU in a way, you know. And, and I think that's 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 a nice thing too, is that it doesn't seem like they're going back to a pool too much. Also, if they were just announcing Captain America two and Black Panther two, that's it. We're just dipping our we're dipping back in that pool. It's Look nice what, that there's no recycling, right? Look at what else. Or we not got. a heavy hand is recycling thing, you it, know. It was a nice way to come out and right. say like Endgame was not our 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 big. Fan finale we still got more for the neck face and chest <laughs> we got reserves i got exactly. reserves uh, so that's gonna do it for super Moon brothers tonight thanks again everybody i want to thank all you guys for listening if you're enjoying the show please go over to itunes leave us a five-star review do it. uh that's the only way the show can grow it's the only way that can help us grow also we are part of a Podfix network. Please go over to podfixnetwork.com. Check out all the great shows that are part of the Podfix network. And you can also check out our movie cocktail recipes there. Go to the top menu, hit the drop down, and check out the movie cocktail tab over there. Our Chower Park music was brought to you by Thomas Iannucci, formerly, the artist formerly known as The Italian. And you can check him out on Spotify. You can reach Super Movie Brother Jay on Facebook or on instagram as super movie bros beer and i'll be posting up random beer reviews and of course i'll be just throwing up a couple uh photos of our new episodes being dropped weekly as well and you can reach out to me on twitter at super movie pod uh also I, i've had some requests for what our email is i used to drop what our email was at the end of every episode but no one ever emailed us so i stopped doing it but just for those of you who would like to send in any suggestions any questions uh you can reach me at 
supermoviebrospodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we do have some additional content for everybody over on the Patreon. So for just $1, you can get all that additional content. The Patreon is patreon.com slash supermoviebrospodcast. So I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great night and cheers. Cheers. Cheers.